containers in the building. This is Marathon to March. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Jonathan Woodskin alongside David Campbell, as always. David, we got a special episode planned today. Yes, we do, John. We got a really fun one today, doing some bracket talk. Um, you know, and everyone always talks about, you know, Marathon to March is just, you know, a couple guys talking hoops, but at the end of the day, it's really also just, you know, Devin, you guys, some, some bracket advice. You know, just use what you guys want to win your bracket. Listen to the pod, and I'm telling you, you will. Liddy had a great, some great brackets last year. I took some more risks, and some of them paid off, some of them didn't. But I think it's going to be a good episode today, and we're going through Joe Lenardi's Bracketology. Yeah, and you know, this is what it's really all about. We can we put this whole season to get down yep. to this single elimination 68-team tournament. <coughs> Four playing games, 16 Excuse seeds me. in each region. It's, it's a fun, fun one. Mm-hmm. Um... We're here to tell. This gives this one gives us an opportunity to talk about a bunch of different teams. Yep. Um. Some good, some bad. Uh. Some teams you should pick to go far. Some you shouldn't. Uh. And just some re- overall recipes for s- success in, in the tournament and picking a good bracket. Honestly. So let's start in. Where, this, by the way, this bracket we're going over is Joe Bonardi's latest uh bracketology that he updated today. David and I will each go through our own. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some games will take longer to review than others. Yeah. Um, but let's start in the South. Uh, the San, San Antonio hosting this regional. Baylor, the number one overall seed, still even after their loss to Texas Tech, will put them through. None of us, all the one, none of, no one here is picking a 16 seed to be the one. No, seed. no one should ever pick a 16 seed to be the one seed. It happens once in what uh, first time it's ever happened in the entire term of the NCAA. I bet it won't happen again for the next 50 years. I yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, so let's move on. Indiana-BYU, the 8-9 matchup. Indiana lost last night against Iowa-BYU, losing as well in a less impressive fashion, giving <laughs> yeah. up 100 and I believe 12 it was yeah. to Gonzaga, one of the best offensive performances I've ever seen in college basketball from the Zags. But BYU just fell apart. So they could not, not keep pace with... Gonzaga, Gonzaga shot, I think, around like 72, 70% from the field or something like that. Um, Dave, some, th- some thoughts on this one. Yeah, you know, um, BYU is a team that a lot of people had high. Um, Including myself. I thought BYU was solid. I didn't think they were um, – and they started off hot. You know, they started off winning a lot of games, started off um, really becoming a, a real threat, it looked like, to Gonzaga. And that just wasn't the case. It didn't turn out to be the case. I guarantee that when these teams meet in the WCC tournament, it will be close because yes. it's just different. But um, give me give me the Hoosiers in this. I'll take Indiana in this. I'm this one Indiana. As well. I'm hiding Indiana. I think they'll get higher than a, than an eight seed. W WCC is trending towards a four bid league. I, I'm having my doubts about any of them winning games except for Gonzaga. I completely agree with that. Um, Alabama, Louisiana Tech, five twelve. This is a, um, a two game. teams that met the first day of the season this year. Yeah, Alabama. Um, got hot, boat raced them in the second half. Could it be different if these two teams meet again, David? No, I think Bama's still really good. And I, you know, they've had some losses. Obviously, the Missouri game was just an outlier. But Nate Oates has never won in Columbia, which I think is just something that to keep a mental note of. Um, 
this team, I still, like I said, I still think this team, the Alabama team, is really good. I, I genuinely believe that the Alabama team that we saw against Gonzaga is more of the actual Alabama team than the, than the ones we saw against Mizzou. Ones we saw against Auburn, they were down in that game against Auburn by like fifteen. Wendell Green hit a huge three to put them put put Auburn like what felt like ahead before Alabama came back and Alabama almost won that game. I'll take the I'll take the tide in this. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't think Louisiana Tech wins a rematch. I think we saw the difference between these two teams early in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, USC, New Mexico State, four thirteen. USC's been struggling lately, but I still like them. I st- I still. Mm-hmm. Have some confidence in them. They played well early year. Haven't really been tested yet. Haven't seen Arizona. Haven't seen UCLA. Even Oregon, they haven't haven't seen yet in Pac-12 play. But they bounced back after that uh, brutal loss to Stanford, a game that which they led a lot of the game. Yeah. Uh, I'll take USC over New Mexico State here. I'll take USC too. You know, we don't love going chalk, but so far it is kind of a chalky way. Um, USC is a four. It seems really low, but... You know, I guess they need to take a big win in Pac-12 play, whether that's Arizona. I think it's – would you agree that Arizona and UCLA are, are much better teams than them? Well, not much better, but it's like you would clearly put then Arizona USC. And, and UCLA over USC. I'm not so sure about UCLA, but Arizona I think is probably the best, the best team in the Pac-12 right now. That's fair, that's fair. Uh, Texas, a team that we think is going to be a lot different come March. Uh, the sixth seed here against St. Saint- Mary's, another, another WCC team. I will take Texan, Texas in this one. Yeah. I think – Texas is, again, a team that's probably going to get better every yep. single time they play. And by March, I think they're probably going to be higher than a 6 seed. Yeah, no, I'd definitely take a Texas in this one. I think that um, they're a lot better than a 6 seed. They still have a lot more talent on the court. Um, their names, I mean, obviously on paper, it's really good. They have a great coach and Chris Beard. I think by, I think they'll easily be uh, higher than a 6 seed. I don't really know what Lenardi's thinking here, to be completely honest with you, John. Yeah, they don't have the quite, quite the resume yet, but I think it will be there. Uh, Wisconsin um, over Wagner. I'm Wisconsin team that we haven't talked about a lot this year. <laughs> uh, you were a little lower on. I actually re-listened to our Big Ten uh, preview, Lee, and um, some of the stuff you were saying about Wisconsin was a little a little shaky. He goes, Yo, I'll admit this. You did say, I think Jonathan Davis is going to have a great year, which obviously Jonathan Davis <laughs> is running for National Player of the Year right now. And then and you said, after that, I have no idea who's going to score for them. And there are some issues with that as a clear-cut second score. But they have a lot of good players. I didn't feel. I. I mean, listen. For anyone who was talking about Wisconsin at the start of the year, if you can point me back to your prediction that you said Johnny Davis was going to be a national player of the year, year candidate, yeah. and at this point probably the front runner. Yeah. Please let let, let me know because yeah. I, I don't think anyone saw that coming. I think everyone expected growth from him, but not this. I agree. I thought he was going to break out, but not this kind of breakout. UConn Davidson, 7-10. This could be an interesting one. It's an uh, interesting one. UConn's better than a 7 seed, though. UConn, like, they've been struggling. They've, UConn, so UConn first, they lost to, in overtime to Seton Hall, but UConn battled in the game. They went to overtime with St. John's, and they beat them in, in, in overtime. Yeah, no, I think UConn's still a very good team. I think they're going to – they they had some injuries. They had COVID issues. They're mm-hmm. battling through the Big East. I, I think this is a team that we could co- look at come March and be like, yeah, you wouldn't want to see them they, in the they second could make, round. They could make a run. Yeah, they, I, I have Adama Sonogo, who's a game changer for them. Cole's a game changer for them. Jackson's a game changer for them. Like All these guys, I think they're really, really strong. And don't get me wrong, I like Davidson. Nothing against Davidson. I think they could totally pull off an upset in the first round. I said that last last podcast. But I, I think that UConn is for sure, for sure better than a seven. LSU Liberty, David. I know you're high on Liberty at the start of the year. I think they'll continue bet. to move up seeds. These two teams bet. You know, they already played. Uh, Liberty, Liberty competed the entire most most of the game. Um, LSU pulled away at the end. I, I'll take LSU again. I, I don't see LSU as a two seed. I don't know about you, but they've had an impressive start to the season. But I don't think they're. A, I think they're. 
I, I mean, like, obviously they have a better resume than Alabama, but I don't think they're better than Alabama. Yeah, I'm. I think they'll get they'll fall off a little eventually. Yeah. They're really good defensively. I think Auburn's better. I think Kentucky's better. I do think Alabama's better. I think you know there's a handful of teams that are better than them. I I, I wouldn't put LSU. Um, at a two seed, however, I I will have them beating Liberty. Like you'd hope they beat Liberty. Yeah, listen, if you struggle to sc- score like LSU does, you're going to struggle to win on the road. Yeah. I think that all that'll catch up to them eventually. Let's move to uh, the so East. Eastern is going to be the same region. Do you? No, we can we can switch a region because I've been writing them down. Okay. Um. Have you do, do when you do your bracket? Do you usually move to no, the I go, right? I go, I go, I go all first round. Okay, I usually go down. Um, yeah, I go down. I go down too. I go. Um, I go. Pop top left, bottom left. Top okay, left, perfect. Left. So, I, so we'll, that's how you. By the way, folks, that's how you fill out a bracket. You mm-hmm. go top left first round, bottom left first round, top right first round, bottom right first round, and then do the same thing with the second round. And that's sort of you do it. You don't go one region at a time. Um, it's like putting milk in your in your cereal before the cereal. Yeah. So Arizona, scary stuff. Arizona, the one seed right now in the East. They're kind of, they're kind of getting jobs here because they're the fourth one seed, and another West Coast team unfortunately took the West Coast region because they're higher than them. But Arizona over Weber State in the first round. Let's move on. To a game that could be really intriguing, UNC and Colorado State. That's an amazing game. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Colorado State. I love UNC. You know I do. Pick them in the ACC. I think they can still grow. They've had some games without Curran Walton, some games without Dawson Garcia, but I think Colorado State's much better than a nine seed. They had a really tough loss against San Diego State, but I think this team is still really really good. Um, they they I I still believe they deserve to be ranked. I really really do. Uh, they they might not lose another game in Mount West Conference play. I, I, I thoroughly believe that. I am with you on this one. I don't trust Hubert Davis quite yet, and I yeah. think Colorado State honestly just plays better together than UNC yeah. does at this point. Unless I'm, Armando Baker goes out and, and just dominates, which he very well could. Yeah, he could I think Colorado totally State's a better could, team yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee. Well, from first, let's talk about the playing game. Wake Forest and UCF. I'm thinking Wake. Uh, I am too. We had, I really like, we had a conversation about Wake earlier in the year. I like UCF too. UCF beat Michigan by uh, thirteen. Beat Memphis. So, so obviously, you know, overrated teams, but like, or going into the you know disappointing teams, but those are some nice wins. And UCF is at a very competitive American conference, and they're competing. But I'm I'm going Wake. I think Wake has has the potential to be the second best team in the ACC. Londis Williams is right there for player of the year in the ACC right now. I am then going to take, I'm with you on this, Wake Forest beats UCF. I'm then going to take Wake Forest to beat Tennessee. And this for me just comes down to, I trust Steve Forbes more than I do Rick Barnes. I'll, I'll, I'll join with the upset. we got to put some upsets in here, and I'm fully on that train. Yeah, Tennessee got a solid squad. Don't get me wrong. Um, you're seeing a lot of a really good years by guys like Josiah Jordan-James and Fulkerson. Kennedy Chandler's a stud. But um, I'll go Wake. Wake Forest, Tennessee would be up. A really fun first round matchup. Yeah. Two power six schools going at it. The first round you don't really see it too much in a five twelve game. I think it'd be really cool to see. Yes. Yeah, so, um. What, one one piece of advice I'll give you guys for for doing brackets yep. is if you are struggling on picking a game, you think two teams are like kind of even, you don't really know who to pick. Ask yourself: Is there a significant coaching gap? Yeah. Because that's that's a lot a lot of yeah. the tournament is. It comes down to a couple points, and that yeah. that's coaching. Yep. So. I think there's a significant coaching gap in this, yeah. in this one. I do think Steve Forbes is a very good coach for Wake yep. Forest. Yep. Michigan State, South Dakota State. South Dakota State's going to be battling Oral Roberts all year to win the, win the Summit League. I do think they probably win it this year. I they agree. are the best team. Um, but I don't see Izzo losing a game like this. I neither do I. I think Michigan State's squad this year is really, really good. Um, as they've you know seen firsthand, it's just be the Gophers on a buzzer beater, Joey Hauser. Um, but they have a lot of really just talented players. Max, Max Christie and... and and Walker and and Bingham and Gabe Brown. I mean, they're all just coming into their own. It really seems like, and mm-hmm. I think this 
Sparty is is for sure back this year. I like the fact that they're playing Hogarth at the end in close games. Yeah, I think that I think Walker is good and he can create a lot, but I think end of the game you need a guy to make a play. You'd rather have Hogarth out there. And I yeah, think Izzo yeah. knows that. Um, Iowa State at Flo- um, at, at Florida. Iowa State versus Florida yeah. in the six eleven matchup. Iowa State goes to Gainesville to take on the Gators. <laughs> um. I like Iowa State in this one. I think Mike White's a very, very average coach. And I yeah. think he's probably going to get fired at the end of this year. Maybe. Um, I like Florida fine. Nothing against that. I don't. I'm not. I'm just not too in love with anyone on their team. And Iowa State's really broken out this year. They, they. I think that Iowa State plays more of a team style mm-hmm. of game. Um, Otzelberger is definitely in the running for coach, the actual coach of the year. Honestly, I yes. mean, he's totally in there. Um, they just have a really good break, uh, break, uh, roster breakdown. Tyrese Hunter, I said my Big 12 preview, he's the X-Factor for them, and he is the X-Factor for them, and so is Isaiah Brockington and Gabe Kalsher. I get to watch his team in two weeks, Liddy. I'm very excited. Nova, Vermont. Vermont's a kind of a program that's kind of gone under the radar as a really good How is major. Nova 3? I don't know. Yeah. Like, they've won some games. First of all, their best win is probably Seton Hall, right, mm-hmm. who was missing two, two players when, right. when Nova played them, so... I don't think Nova's deserving as a three, and when we get down to the two seed, I'm gonna. I was very glad when I saw this this morning. I looked at this draw. I'm like, oh yeah, this team's getting to the lead eight for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, Vill- Villanova probably moves on here. Vermont's a tough mid major, but I can't see Jay Wright with this team losing in in the first round. I, I just can't. No, no, no. Villanova has enough talent to beat Vermont. That's just the case. It's just it's just a fact. Oh, uh, West Virginia Marquette. I saw this game, David, and you know what I said to myself? This feels yawn, like yawn. this feels like Florida Virginia Tech in the first round last year. Yeah, we're just no one deserves to move on. Yeah, no one deserves to move on. They're two blue and gold teams, so you can't really pick a color. You know, if you like a color, for mm-hmm. all you casual fans out there, we love you, casuals. Um, and I, I guess you know, look at coaching. Chuck is smart, a much better coach, right? And 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 for Marquette. I don't know. It's close. Can you imagine if I'm just going to say it right now? You know, the two fifty in this is Duke Princeton. Can you imagine if West Virginia moved on and we'd see Coach K versus Huggins? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that'd be a coaching display to say the least. But I'm going. <sighs> I'm going. I'll go Marquette. I like their defense a little more. I think they're have they have the high energy to match West Virginia. I think Daryl Marcel's a really good player. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with Marquette. Duke Princeton. I'm going to go with Marquette too. Just to add to yeah. you, uh, Duke Princeton. First of all, I want to shout out Coach Shire real quick, who I thought did an excellent job against Wake Forest yep. the other night. Felt like he made all the right adjustments, stopped yep. momentum when it needed to be stopped. Yep. Um, Our very threw own up Coach a couple Shire. nice, nice inbounds plays uh, to get lobs, quick, quick, easy baskets to stop mm-hmm. runs. It was just a, v- a very nice second coach game for, yep. for him. He, he coached one game last year against Boston College. Duke moves on here against against Princeton, and we go to the Midwest. The Midwest. Region. A a region I will hopefully be at um, in the spring. In Yeah, but we got to get through the first two rounds first before we talk about who I'm seeing. Quick update. Uh, been been 12 minutes of basketball, John, at the other under-eight timeout. 15 to 13. Oh, and I? Yep. Okay. Low-scoring game. I'm, I can live with that. Um, Auburn moves on. They're the one seed in the Midwest right now. Yep, they're totally. Oh, man, if I got over. to see Auburn play. Um, yeah, you're, you're going to, John. You're not going to lose the Auburn game. That's true. That's true. If I get to see him play twice, that would yeah. be. All right. Interesting matchup here in the 8-9. Loyola, Chicago versus Miami. I don't think Loyola is as good as they were last year, but I do like uh, Drew Valentine. I think he's done enough this year to show right. that he's 
competent and can win win games in the NCAA tournament. No. Not Porter Moser level, obviously. All right. Look, good enough. I understand that they just beat Duke, but why in the world does Miami have the automatic qualifier here? Because they're, they're first in the ACC right now. Okay, so that's what it goes to. Yeah. It doesn't like actually it's not a prediction. No. Thank goodness. I thought Lodardi was like predicting all these. Right. Um, I like Loyola. And here's my thing. Here's bracket tip number two coming from David this time. Look at teams if they have one guy who is a elite scorer. I'm talking someone who's averaging almost 20 points per game, maybe over it in the first round. Pick them. Um, Miami has Isaiah Wong, who is a absolute stud at the guard position. I'm going to take Miami in this game. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I'll take Loyola. I like their experience. I like their defensive fight. I like their competitive spirit. I will take Loyola to beat Miami in the first round for the second time in five years. It's true. Um, Illinois, Iona. This is an interesting one. It's a really I'm not the biggest game. fan of Brad Underwood. And Neither am I. Um, Iona got screwed here, I do though, think he motivates Illinois well. Is, if Illinois will be the greatest five seed in college basketball history. I do think he motivates well. I do think... He um, recruits very well. In terms of in-game adjustments, I'm not quite there with him yet, but I do think they're a lot more talented than an Iona team. This Iona team. Yep. And a mid-major nightmare is a team that can physically beat you up, and that's kind of what Illinois does. Yep. So I will take it, Illinois in this one. I agree. Going with the Illini, currently playing right now. they got a long ways to go. I think they can get a lot better. Um Kobe Coburn is definitely a National Player of the Year candidate, in my opinion. And they have a lot of other guys. You know, Adam Frazier, Alfonso Plummer, having a pretty solid season. So I think they're a very fun team to watch. But I'm going to Illinois for sure. Iona is a team that's going to be a popular upset pick. And for good reason. I yeah. think, think I, I agree they, with they, that. I'm telling but you. But Illinois, Illinois is just a bad matchup. When, when, the, when the bracket comes out, they will not be playing Illinois. They will not be playing a team that's on the caliber of Illinois. They play someone who's a lot worse. And I would probably pick Iona. All right, Houston, Oakland. Houston's an interesting one. They have they keep winning, but they've like not impressively, so to say. They lost Sasser. They lost Mark for the year. I'm going to take them over Oakland, but I don't think this is a team that's going really far like they did last year. Even Il- with, Illinois, even with like a good <laughs> Illinois <coughs> would have a tougher time with Iona than they would with Houston. Yeah, no, that I think that that's probably fair. like. Can we can we have an honest conversation about how Lenardi literally looked at these two teams? Like, I want to put them in the same region in the four five potential second round game, but I'll make Illinois the five and not Houston. Like, what is he what is he thinking there? I don't I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. Lenardi, yeah. Illinois is undefeated in Big Ten play. Uh, Houston lost two of their stars. Like, obviously, like Illinois is not. I mean, Houston's just they can't get too much better. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I I'll put Houston too, just because I don't know much about Oakland. Providence Belmont. This is an interesting one. Belmont's a team that I felt like. The last two years, one and a half years, whatever you want to call it, they haven't really lived up to expectations. Uh-huh. They, they, they haven't gotten back to where I thought they were in, I believe it was 2019 when they lost to Maryland in the first round. Yeah. But here they are, an 11 seed, currently the leader in the uh, OVC. That could change tomorrow on their game against Murray State, but who do you like in this one, Providence or Belmont, David? I go... Oh, that's a tough one. I like Providence a lot. I think they're a really good team in the uh, in the Big East. And I think they're only going to get better. Um, I'm going to go the upset, though. I think that you need to pick a little more of upsets. I'm going Belmont. Mid-majors are always just... I mean, especially a team like... The, it's the Belmonts. It's it's the Liberties, who I really liked coming into the year. I liked Buffalo coming into this year. I'm going to go with Belmont. Uh, I'll take Purdue over Furman. Um, yep. I'm, 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 I'm going to take Providence a okay. lot as well. Um, Can't believe that. Let's move on. Iowa Creighton. Um, 
This this one for me is coaching. I think Greg McDermott's a way better coach yeah. than Fran McCaffrey. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and yeah, Creighton's totally taking this game. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm on board with that. I mean, I always been good, but like they haven't been overly impressive in my opinion. No, like you're telling me there's a two seed difference between Illinois and Iowa. What is uh, what is that? I mean, Illinois beat them already this year at, at Iowa. I'm not. I'm not like. I mean, this isn't supposed to be just dogging on Lenardi, but just like. Iowa at a seven is just is kind of just insulting. Yeah, it's it's because they beat Indiana last night. Uh, I mean, I get that, but like, Indiana's not anything spectacular. You know, like being Indiana is cool. It's a nice win, but it's not like it's you know beating Baylor. I'll take Kansas over Nickel State for sure. For sure. Um, Gonzaga. We get to the West now. Gonzaga. Gardner Webb all over again. Gonzaga right? over Gardner Webb. Uh, Gonzaga doesn't score hundred in that game. I'll be shocked. Yeah. But Oklahoma, San Diego State. Let's let's talk about this one. It's um, Virginia State coming off a huge win, just destroying Colorado State. Yeah, I mean, literally Impressive. just killing them. Um, and they're in a position now to really take the Mountain West back. You know, everyone's looking at Colorado State. Oh, they're, 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 they are that team. They are that team. But Colorado State, man, they, got, they got just got killed by San Diego State. I mean, SESU brought it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a statement game for them. They wanted to prove that this, they were still the top dog in the Mountain I, West. I'm going to take Oklahoma. I think that... Uh, I think Porter Moser is a great coach. Top 10 in the country, but we both think that. <laughs> and I was, you know, a little slow on him to, be, to begin this year in the Big 12, but I, I have Oklahoma winning this game. Yeah, I'll take Oklahoma as well. Um, Xavier, Minnesota. Uh, let's talk about Minnesota, UAB. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm the Gophers. I just, like, you know, I, I, I'll take the Gophers in, in, the, in the playing game. I, I think that the Minnesota's heavily uh, overachieved so far, and they still have a lot of room to grow it depends on the injury with eric curry i don't think it's not serious from what, from what i know good um but if they can keep their rotation healthy for this game i think they beat uab fine xavier's a little tougher because xavier has some really really good pieces especially a talented center jack nungy who's super super good um but i'm never gonna i'm not gonna pick against the gophers in the first round it's just something i'm not gonna do lydia i hope you can understand that you mm-hmm. know i mean maybe i'll pick up today and lose an extra i'm sure but you know the gophers have some serious offensive weapons. I mean, when we, we lost a – the Gophers lost a, a Michigan State a few days ago, and it was – they had four players who scored, you know, hot double figures. They had uh, 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 Curry – Eric Curry scored 19. Elijah Stevens scored 18. Uh, Battle had 15, and Willis, Willis had 13. And, like, Wilson Battle, the main offensive threats, and if they don't have to score that much, you have guys like Curry and Stevens stepping up, we're going to be okay. Um, defensively, we give a lot of effort. Ben Johnson has his team in the right direction, and I've, I'm just so excited to watch this team go forward. I know they're they're not gonna, they might not make the tournament this year. There's they don't have a you know a really great win. The best win is still Michigan or Mississippi State, but like later in the year when they have to go to Iowa, they come to Iowa on Sunday. Oh no, sorry, they host Iowa on Sunday when they play Wisconsin. When they play, you know, uh, Maryland, you know, Rutgers. Like that, that's gonna be the games where they can tell, you know. Is this team can they can they separate themselves as a bubble team? Mid, um, UAB is a team that I'm not really sure why they're in this this field 68 right now because they're not an auto bid. Um, oh. because you you can't unless you're a 16 seed you can't you can't get like a 12 or 11 seed and be like an auto bid if you have to play in the playing game. So interesting. Um, this is a team their best wins at St. Louis. They have losses to South Carolina, San Francisco. West Virginia and Rice, like I'm not really sure why they're in this field. They got some guys, but I'll take Minnesota. And then not only am I going to take Minnesota, I'm going to take Minnesota to beat Xavier as well. This Let's is a, go, Liddy. Xavier's a team that I don't really buy at all. I think I think they benefited from a some, somewhat easy My schedule man. at the start of the year. 
Um, they got the they got that win over um, Virginia Tech, I, be, I believe, at the start start of the year. And mm-hmm. if if I'm being per- perfectly honest, like that that win's getting worse by, by the day. So, yeah, BT's not great. Um, Xavier's a team I don't really trust, and we know what like we know Minnesota if they get into this tournament is going to really want to be there. Oh my god! Like they're going to be, and like you not have, that you not have that Xavier have isn't, but senior like senior point guard Peyton Willis. You have senior big man Eric Curry, who's you know has been in the tournament and like, has had too much success. Um, and a lot of transfers that are finally getting their opportunity. Exactly. They're, so I don't know if you know this or not, Liddy, but we have on our the I kept saying we the Gophers, whatever. On our roster buildup, we have you know fifteen guys. Here they here are the places that they've played last year. There's guys who played D one last year. There's guys who played D two last year. There's guys who played D three, JUCO, prep school, and high school. All of those they all came from everywhere. Very rare you see you see that with it's one insane. team. It's insane. It's actually remarkable. And I'm and you know obviously Mizzou, uh, not Mizzou uh, Minnesota's had some really solid wins so far. Got a long way to go. And I and I see, I saw it last year. The Gophers absolutely tanked last year, and they became one of the worst teams. You know, at the end of the year, they came the 13th seed in the Big Ten tournament. Won't happen this year. Give me the Gophers. Uh, Kentucky, Ohio. I really like Ohio. I think they're just as good, if not better, than last year. Mark Sears yeah. has been phenomenal, but. Listen, it's similar to the Kofi Coburn situation with Illinois and Iona. Anyone who has to, I feel bad for mid majors that have to face Oscar Sheboy. I mean, he's just he's just a remarkable. He's, he's going to be a mid major major mismatch. Yeah, thing. he's the mid major bully, and he's he's just next to Kofi the most dominating player in the country. Kentucky. Way too talented for Ohio. I think yep. they they roll there. Ohio State against Mississippi State. Mississippi State, I kind of like, <laughs> cannot believe is still in this field. Although I don't, yeah, I I think they're better than a lot of teams out. But, you know, they, they haven't really exactly earned it for, for me to be in right now. Look, we don't love Ohio State We've we've as, as just a team or as a program. You know, last year we didn't love them. This year we, we're not, we don't love them too much. I'm still picking Ohio State. They have a top 10 player in the country, borderline top 5 in E.J. Liddell. Um, they have some other pieces who are really coming together. And I don't trust Mississippi State to, you know, to, to really make it. I think, I think um, Mississippi won't make this field... Because I generally see the Gophers, like, like, literally tanking downhill. And all of a sudden, that loss, losing the Gophers at home, is an awful loss for Mississippi <laughs> State. So, you know, I I, I like the, the the Bulldogs fine. I think they have – I think Iverson Molinar is a heck of a player. They have DJ Jeffries is really good. Um, Garrison Brooks is really solid. They have the names. I don't think they can get it done against right. Ohio State. They, that's, the, that's the thing. The roster looks good on paper. Yeah. Uh, p- pieces are better than the sum of the parts, yeah. as some would say. I'll take Texas Tech in the three – Three four yeah, two matchup. Talk about here. Texas Tech's really good. Coming off a huge win. Oh, Seton Hall, Hall San Francisco is a little interesting. I like Seton Hall. Um, I love Seton Hall. I, I, I do think they're Seton better than they played against DePaul yeah. the other night. Me too. But, Seton Hall. I think the Seton Hall team that we saw against UConn, which is hustling through the court. You know, one of the one of the most high effort and high octane teams I've mm-hmm. seen in the, in the country so far. I'm for sure going to Seton Hall. Uh yeah. Give me Seton Hall over San Francisco. That eliminates the other three WCC teams for I think all of us. I will say though. I will say though. Seton Hall. Having to go in a foursome of San Francisco, UCLA, and CSU Fullerton and San Diego would be kind of tough for Seton Hall. Yeah, no, that's an interesting point. Uh, UCLA over Cal State Fullerton, that wraps up the first round. Let's go back to the, the south. top. The top left. Folks. South, second round, San F- in San Antonio. These games wouldn't be in San Antonio. Indianapolis. That's where the region is. Yeah. Baylor, I think we both had Indiana over BYU, so Baylor against Indiana. Yep. Baylor's really good, man. Baylor's really good, and... We saw it last year against against Drew Timmy, 
Uh, they were able to dominate a big. They're going to do the same thing against Trace Jackson Davis. Gabby Baylor. Alabama against USC. This is an interesting one. I think USC defends well enough to win, to win this one. I'm going Bama. I think Bama has the offensive firepower, whether it's Quinterly or Shackford, they can just take over a game at any time. I like USC. I love them defensively, too. I, I, I think Bama has a little hunger in them. And I really think Bama, in theory, would take this game. Um, Wisconsin-Texas. This is an interesting one. Because Texas, mm-hmm. we don't think they're going to be a six seed in, no. in March. But right now, they probably are a six seed. So, g- give me your thoughts on this one, one, David. Wisconsin and Texas. I like Wisconsin. I think Johnny Davis is a heck of a player. Um, I think it's easier to take away one player um, after round one than it is to take him during round one. I'm going to take Texas. I think that the Longhorns are well-equipped to stop uh, Johnny Davis. Maybe not stop, but at least slow him down. You know, And I've, we've seen just him just ball out game in, game out, and we need to see someone else do it. Because like, if, 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 in theory, you know he has a bad night, you're relying on Hepburn, who I not good offensively at all from what freshman I know. Freshman point guard. Yeah, I know Chucky Hepburn. He's, he's giving you every, he's giving you everything he can as yeah. a freshman point guard. And then and then and then I think Tyler Wall's a good player. I don't think he can be the second score option. I, I think Brad Davison, you know, he's a term performer we saw him last year. Um their front court's okay. I I just think they're just okay and I think Texas is gonna win this game. I think Texas is a better team than Wisconsin I really do. So Texas is a team you Chris Beard plays that no middle defense, right? Mm-hmm. And I like I love the defense. I think it's a fantastic concept. I don't think Texas has the players to to, to run it this year. Okay. Um, and they did. They don't have the guys like Texas Tech it do that just get in front of you, clog yep. up the lane. I, I I'll take Wisconsin this okay. in this one. Uh, I think enough. it's I think it's a very good game. UConn and LSU. I don't think I want to pick UConn here, but I don't think they're good enough. Can I can I take Wisconsin over one of these two teams? Like I think Wisconsin and Texas are. Both better than UConn and LSU. Interesting. I think I would take I would take them to beat them. Here's what I'll say: I'll take them to beat them. I, I would do that. Um, I out of this game though, I will ride. I'll 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 ride UConn in this. Honestly, I'll take LSU. I kind of go and win chalk there, but like, I don't feel I don't feel like any of the one two three four. I don't feel I don't feel like any of the lower oh, seeds oh, are one, great. Five, six, seven. I don't. I don't feel like any of the lower seeds are great matchups in this one. All right, let's go. Let's go to the East. Um, Arizona. We both picked Colorado State. We did. Uh, battle of some teams that play out west. Yep. If you, if you consider Colorado State out west, sure. Who you like in this one, Dave? Um, I think Arizona's really good. Mm-hmm. I think they have just a, a a perfectly made rotation right now. Tommy Lloyd, probably coach of the year candidate right now. Probably coach of your favorite if you're asking me. If they get a one seed in the tournament. I love Colorado State. If they're going to hire seed, I want to have them make it the Sweet 16. Unfortunately, they go up against Arizona. They're Arizona's a really good team. Give me the Wildcats. What David just says is important to remember, remember when you're picking your bracket. The NCAA tournament is all about matchups. Oh, totally. We don't always get the best team that, that wins it mm-hmm. because that best team doesn't always have the greatest of paths. Think yep. maybe 2019 Duke, who was arguably the best team in the country, but... They got. They had a really tough. Yeah, but last year, it also goes two ways too. If you have an easy matchup, you had a chance to go. You had a team who me and Liddy wouldn't put in our top tens, maybe top fifteen to be in the tournament in Houston, and mm-hmm. they made the final four. And then they finally got the final four and played a good team. And it, it, showed, it, showed. Yeah, it showed. Like it I think showed. they were good, but like it, it was. It was interesting. You, and also, like, imagine if Illinois played eight nine game against Oklahoma. 
instead of Loyola Chicago, who were severely underranked last year. So, yeah, I, I, it's an unfortunate circumstance, but I'm going for sure Arizona. Michigan State, I think, did we both pick Wake Forest in, the, in this did, one? We did. Okay, so um, this kind of feels like a game to me that Tom Izzo just walks out there and holds Alondis Williams to like 12 points on yeah. like 4 or 15 shooting. Yeah, I'm for sure going Michigan State here. I think, uh, like I said, they have the length to bother Williams. They have just the overall size to dominate this Wake Forest team. Um, and I'll say this. I'll say this right now. You know, you th- you said yourself that Wake Forest has a much better coaching staff coach than, than Tennessee. I can only imagine what Rick Barnes would, would try and do against Tommy, though. I can only yes. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I think physically and athletically they'd be able to match up with them. But, sure. I mean, just like this, the stuff that Michigan State <laughs> runs would, like, confuse ten- Tennessee yeah. severely. Oh, absolutely. Um, Let's go to... Iowa State-Villanova. Listen, I was high on Villanova at the start of the year. You were, John. I was low on Iowa State at the start of the year. You were, John. As were a lot of people. But the way Iowa State gets after it defensively will mess with Colin Gillespie more than I realized at the start of the year. I love this sport. I love this sport, John. You're telling me that in... Conference previews. You had Iowa State, who didn't even have a win the last year in the Big 12. You had them finishing last again, and you have them beating your national champion right now. It is the middle of January. <laughs> my, my, my original pick for the, the national champion was Villanova. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I will take Iowa State. You had, I bet if you asked, someone asked you at the beginning of the year, who's with the worst power 16? You'd say like Mizzou and Iowa State. Probably you would. I, I don't know I don't know for sure. I've, I've seen Villanova teams like like this. They, they need the right matchups. And I'm agreeing with you, John. I'm agreeing with you. I'm picking Iowa State, too. Duke, West. I took Marquette um, in this one. Um, I, well, I, I took Marquette. What am I supposed I don't think either of these teams can hang with Duke. If I'm no, being no. Duke honest. is so far... Fi- David Ward. I, so far, Miles... Miles better. Miles better. Miles Bridges. So <laughs> so so much better than, than, than West Virginia and Marquette. They would absolutely dominate Duke um, easily. I'm filling out my... Uh, Picks real quick, just so I remember them. I remember two on top of dome. Um, I just want to make sure I have them down so I don't mess up on anything. This is our first uh, uh, mismatch here, but we're gonna pick the same team. I hope. Let's go to the top right. I picked. We both picked Auburn, and then I picked Miami, and you picked Loyola. Yeah, uh, Auburn's way too talented for both. Auburn's of amazing. Dude. Auburn's so good. I'm like, I've been on the Auburn hype train. I've been like on it, but like I've been kind of just like riding it. I haven't been like definitely haven't been like calling, you know, hey, my head at the window or anything. I've just just been chilling, just been chilling to my tea, you know. War Eagle, go go Tigers. So national championship contender, for, firmly believe. Well, we'll get to that later in the episode, John. Illinois, Houston, um, uh, Houston, Houston Dude, could Illinois give Houston could give them some problems no, they because yeah, Houston but, sucks. But Illinois wins this one, John. We need to get back to the Houston sucks train. Houston, I, I sucks. They suck. I, I don't want to like fall for it again because like they're gonna get to the second round and they're gonna they get like have their two best players. I, I know, but they're gonna like get like like Furman and then like Starbucks will get out of Gonzaga's conference <laughs> <laughs> and they'll Jeez. get them in the second round. Oh my god! Can you imagine if like I think Houston will fall around like a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna lose some games. Bro, can you imagine they like the eleven? They play like like you know who who cares? Oakland, Belmont, whatever. They're three to go. Ohio State. Oh my god. No way, Ohio State. Actually, no way. Ohio State will lose to Wagner as a fourteen. There's only there's only one way this end, and and this Houston season comes full circle. They win the national championship. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) 
Selection Sunday, because the American Championship's on Selection Sunday. Uh-huh. Penny Hardaway's got a shot at an auto bid and loses to an undermanned Houston squad <laughs> and goes to play at the NIT again. You called it. They play Houston this month or next month. And you said it's the final straw of Penny Hardaway's tenure. Yeah. At, He's going to lose to an undermanned Houston squad. Maybe three times. Maybe three times. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> Jesus, Ward. They're not bad. Memphis? Dude, they're, they, they got they, talent. They got talent. They, dude, they're one of the first four teams out. But also this Lenardi, so, you know, take him a grain of salt. Oh, they're right where they're at. They're at Virginia Tech. Where they dude, Texas A&M has, like, two losses. And, like, they're not bad losses. Texas A&M's a good team, dude. No, they should, they should be. Yeah, A&M's. Yeah, A&M. You show me A&M's not getting over Mississippi State. No, I'm with you there. Uh, um, did I spit your you, had Bel- you had Belmont. No, you did not. Good. Uh, you had Belmont. I, I had Providence. Um, I'm picking Purdue either way. So it's matter. Purdue matches up perfectly with with Providence. Dude, who does not Purdue? Dude, Purdue has two guys, like seven footers, who are top five bigs in the Big Ten. Nate Watson will do nothing against that team. No, I love Nate Watson too, but they also have a top a borderline top five pick in Jay Ivey. and Slusha Savanovich. Let's not. He's a playoff performer. We saw what he did against Tennessee. <laughs> uh, um, I was waiting for you to tell me that it was it was someone else, but I'm telling you that it's Austin Stefanovic. It was Ryan Glenn. No, but, it was not John. But, but David David refuses to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kansas Creighton. Kansas. I agree with. I that. love Kansas. I think they're really good. I don't want to love Kansas, but they have another national player of the year candidate, No Kaimbaji, and um, they have just a lot of good pieces around him. Uh, Christian Christian Brown, Dave McCormack, who. Dude, you tell me who's been in college longer, Dave McCormack or their white backup center? I can't think of the name of right now. Mitch Lightfoot. Yeah, who's been? In, who's been? He in, started like last week, and then they started. He started uh, five years ago too. <laughs> <laughs> he, he redshirted twice when Perry Ellis was on the team. <laughs> but yeah, Kansas over Creighton. Let's move to the West. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga, Oklahoma, a rematch of the second round last year. That's so boring. Can you imagine if Gonzaga, can you imagine if Oklahoma wins? I don't want to be that guy right now, but like Gonzaga, right? Gonzaga rules here. No, totally. But listen to me right now, though. Gonzaga, one seed, bottom right region, bottom right region last year. Do you know who they were? It was Illinois. They lost to a Porter Moser led squad. That's true. That's a good point. It's good. No, it's not. It's that's, not. That's, it's, that's just a coincidence. It's, it's a coincidence, but yeah. it's also a good point. Gonzaga is winning this game. Ah. And then they're losing to Minnesota in the Sweet 16. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just like Jordan Goldwire is not beating Gonzaga. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jordan Goldwire. He's not beating Gonzaga. Don't worry. Uh, Eric Curry will. So we're fine there. Minnesota, Kentucky. Oscar Sheeway will have 30 and 30 this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. We're Where's the positive? <laughs> okay, let's, let's have a serious conversation about this, though. You know how many players the Gophers have over 6 8? It's like two, right? It's three. And one of them six eight Charlie Daniels is our backup center. <laughs> and the one is six nine Eric Curry. And I love Eric Curry. You know I do. Yeah. Oscar Shebe would baby that man. Oscar Shebe would absolutely baby that man. Oh, and apart from that, they have amazing talent around the court. I mean, look, their team is just really, really strong. They're a really good team. They're gonna get guns guns I get some fits. But so I'm going. I'm going with the Wildcats. That'd be a great game for me and Harrison I, to watch. I am on a mission. Harrison Bennett came out. I am on a mission to make America great hate, again. Hate Oscar Sheepway. Why? Because I figured out something, David. 
If Oscar Sheboy didn't transfer mid-year at West Virginia and waited until the end of the year to transfer to Kentucky, they would have, they would have beaten whoever they believe. They would have beat Syracuse. They would have beat Syracuse. Because Syracuse plays zone. And you know what it's hard to do in the zone? Rebound. It's rebound. Oscar Sheboy would have had 45 rebounds against Syracuse. Okay. And 40 of them would have been on the offensive end. Yeah, you, you say that. You say that right now until Bob Hoggins puts him at the freaking three-point line. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wait, you can't rebound. Hog- Hoggins comes out against zone, and Oscar Sheboy's on a wing. Sheboy at the top of the key, and he's going to drive. What? He puts Miles McBride on the baseline. He gets trapped by the two Bayheims and Joe Girard and turns it over. Turns it over. Oh, that's what happens. And now they got to run out. And Buddy probably misses the layup. <laughs> yeah. Or pulls up for three. No, misses. Buddy, Buddy misses the layup, and then the... So we and then he's still wide open, but he kicks that out to Gerard for three. Yeah, no, oh my god. Buddy, Buddy was great last round. You can't even lie. He was. Buddy Beheim, he was Better than Paulo Banquero. Um, Texas Tech would do unspeakable things to Ohio State. Oh my god, they're so good. No, Texas Tech is, is, is fully that team. Like, they would suffocate their guards. Over under the total points Ohio State's guard scored that game was like literally 15. Yep. Like, they can't score. They would not be able to score against them. Um, yeah. And honestly... O'Banner could handle Liddell. <coughs> Hot take. He could. Hot take. He, d- he did for the most part last year. Oh, yeah. When they played. I, I, even, I didn't even think about that. I forgot how they played last year. Um, Let's go. I think we both picked Seton Hall, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UCLA wins this one. Yeah. I think. You know, I, honestly, man, look. Every, yeah, we're kind of reaching the stage now in January. I think if you're UCLA, you're in a pretty good spot. No one's talking about UCLA. Not a single soul on this planet. Like, what was the last time you heard the name Johnny Juzang? When's the last time I heard the name Johnny Juzang? I mean, last night when oh, I was just, watching. But other than like, as a name for, I get what you're saying. As a yeah, na- like, in a national Ever- perspective. Oh, Davis. Everyone's like, yo, Benedict Matherin for Arizona. Liddell. Yo, Liddell's been amazing. Coburn. Sheway's been awesome. Boncaro. Wendell Moore. Wendell Green. All these Jabari Smith. You know, all these freshmen have been great. Ah man, Johnny Juzang could totally be that guy. Come mm-hmm. play a tournament time again. Yep, he's lulling everyone to sleep. Almost. That's all fun games. They lose a bid steal to Oregon State. <laughs> not again. Please, Who's three again. and twelve by the way right now after they, losing last yeah. night to USC? No, this year it's like it's like Washington State. Don't take the bid. Okay, David, I told you I had a rant before this. You did, <laughs> and we are at the point where it's time for, time <laughs> for my, time for my rant. David, we just went through. We went, just went through the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many Big East teams I have in my Sweet Sixteen? My guess is zero. Zero. They're my most. Uh, they're the most overrated conference in the country. Right I now. don't disagree. And you cannot tell me otherwise. They have a bunch of. Going to. They have a bunch of solid teams that are coached well and play hard, but I don't think they match up well in the tournament. Like the, the between Nova. Providence, Seton Hall, UConn, John, St. John's gets in, whoever. Are you really betting on one or two Big East teams to win multiple games in this tournament? No, not a chance. I don't think so. Not a chance. I don't think so at all. I, I think... Yeah. I think I don't think they're, they're going to match up well in, in this tournament. Big, with e- Big East teams. is um, Big Ten of this year. I agree. Big Ten last year had a lot of, a lot of teams who were you know, very highly touted coming into the tournament. All of them lost, and hopefully for their they just sake, kinda, they just beat up on each other. Hopefully for their sake, a couple teams separate themselves from the pack because like Nova looks good, right? Seton Hall looks good, but then Seton Hall goes. And but loses Nova's going to lose a few more games in the East. I guarantee it. They're twelve and four, right? 
They, like they're nothing insane. No, but they they will lose a game to you know they just beat Seattle. They lose a game to to a Providence, to a UConn, to a St. John's, to a Xavier. Like they're gonna lose one of these games. Mm. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I really don't doubt it. All right, Sweet Sixteen time. Let's start, let's start, go back to the South. There are seven teams in the East. Seven teams in the East. None of them are gonna get through the Sweet nope. Sixteen. I, I didn't have one. Um. All right. Um. I had Baylor, USC. You had Baylor, Alabama. Right. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna take Baylor to beat USC. Uh, I. Listen, Texas Tech's really good. It, it, it even even without Shannon, like nobody goes undefeated in, in no, a, a power no. five. Like Kentucky <laughs> obviously did in 2015, and they lost the tournament. Like it, it, it is human, man. So hard to win consistently in college basketball, yeah. and Baylor won their first 15, 16, whatever it was. Baylor, Baylor, they're, they're still they not. still deserve to be the number one overall seed. I think 100%. they can. I, the, the, the Scott Drew is the best coach in college basketball, probably we, right we now. I don't think so. They they get through through here to the elite eight. I agree. I think if there is a team to beat them, it could be Bama because Bama could literally. I think Bama could legitimately beat anybody. I think Bama knows they beat anybody. However, if there's a team to beat Bama, it's Baylor with the guard defense and the overall just. High IQ coaching of Scott Drew. Don't be wrong. Nate Oates, great coach. I think Scott Drew's a better in-game coach. That's why I'm taking Baylor. All right, my first lower. Like, I think like Matthew Meyer would have a huge game. This is my first time in this region picking a lower seed to to win. Uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin over LSU. I think Wisconsin is really experienced. They're fundamentally sound, and obviously they have the guy yeah. Johnny Johnny Davis. I, I like what LSU has. I think they're elite defensively, but. When it comes to a team like Wisconsin, who hits a ton of shots, I don't think LSD you yeah. can keep pace with them. I'm uh, mine's completely different. I have Texas versus UConn, and I'm going Longhorns. I think I'm, I've I've been on Texas at the beginning of the year, and there really hasn't been anything Texas has done to them. Like, oh, Texas is done. Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. They're, they should be a six seed. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I lost Gonzaga. Bad loss. It happens. Gonzaga is a really really good team. They beat up on those kind of teams. Texas, I think, is still really really good. And they're going to be a ranked team for the majority of the season, and they will they they not next round, but I think this in the regular season we'll get to who I pick in the next round. They will beat either Kansas. They will be a mixture of Kansas, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Baylor multiple times. Out of those four teams, they will win at least three of those games. Listen, here here's the thing with Texas, <laughs> and I know I didn't pick them to get through because I think Wisconsin's really good. Yeah. But looking at it, just as as a whole, is Texas like really? That much worse than UCLA right now. Both no. got blown out by Gonzaga. Like, right? Yeah. Like, you want to look at common opponent there? I know they they struggled. Both have a ton of guys, like a handful I, of guys, like three, four guys. You could put twenty at any time. I know they struggled against Oklahoma State, but I don't like get why everyone's so down on them right now. Yeah, they're, they're still figuring it out. They're still getting better, and they don't look that much worse than a lot of teams that people think are good right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's that's my take on Texas. Yeah. Uh, yes, I got Baylor, Wisconsin, the South Regional Elite Eight. Uh, by the way, Baylor, Texas, all Elite Eight, all, all Big Twelve Elite Eight in be San cool. Antonio be would cool. be cool. Uh, let's go all Texas as well, so it'd be, be awesome. Let's go to the East. I have Sweet Sixteen, Arizona versus Michigan State. I believe we both have yes. And then do we also have Duke Iowa State? Yes. Um, Arizona. Is really good. Mm-hmm. They have so much talent. I love Ben Matherin. I love Tubelis. I love Christian Coloco. I think I think he plays a great role for them. Mm-hmm. Kirk Reed's a struggle a little. I still like him. Mm-hmm. 
I don't bet against Dizzo. Let's Dizzo go, Letty. I don't. Let's I don't go. bet against Dizzo. In Let's this. go. I, I think you have a coach who's co- coaching as a head coach in the fir- for the first time in the tournament, and you have Tom Izzo. Yeah. I know Arizona's probably the more talented team, but are they? Tom Izzo gets what a week, a week, five, six days to prepare for this this one, five days at minimum. Yeah. yeah, and Michigan State has like this is the one thing I think that I've noticed with every like not every every Arizona team, but the one thing I've noticed with this Arizona team. That makes them really good. <clears throat> they are long and lengthy and big. Guess who's also long, lengthy, and big? Michigan State. Mm-hmm. They have a ton of length everywhere. You know, I thought I doesn't play Foster Lawyer anymore. He mm-hmm. can start an actual athletic point guard. You know what I mean? Yep. So I, I'm, I'm going Sparty for sure. Duke and Iowa State, this is an interesting one. Iowa State's really good defensively. Mm-hmm. And I could see Duke struggling a little with Iowa State. Yeah. But I think this is probably where the road ends for them. This is a close game. I just think that if, if he's all good, fully healthy, not losing seven pounds a game, I think Paulo Bancaro is unstoppable in this mm-hmm. game. I really do. This, this is one. I think this is one where Iowa State plays really tough. They fight till the end. They maybe even have a lead in the second half. Mm-hmm. But I think Duke's, Duke gets him here. Yeah. I, I, I think this is one that you everyone kind of looks at and goes – Wow, TJ Otzelberger is really going to build something here Yo, at yeah. Iowa State, and they're they're, they're coming for you yeah, yeah, soon yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a competitive game too, mm-hmm. super competitive. And then that and that'll set up a rematch. rematch in the Elite Eight between Duke and Michigan State yeah. and Philadelphia. The last time those two teams met in the tournament was in Washington D.C. Awesome game. We're going to go a little, a little more different Eastern city this this time. Let's go to the Midwest. Um, these games, hopefully, I will be at. Hopefully. Um, if, ever, if everything works out. Auburn versus Illinois should be a great game. Heavy Illinois fans in Chicago. Yep. But I'm going Auburn. I'm going Auburn, too. Um, so good. Auburn's got Kessler match match up with Kofi. Yep. They got they have Jabari Smith, who mm-hmm. I don't think Illinois can contain. I think right now, and you're not going to like this, but I, th- I think Jabari Smith is my number one overall draft prospect. The, the only reason I would be like remotely concerned about, about Auburn in this game is because I think Wendell Green would have a really tough time scoring on Trent Frazier. Maybe. And he would have to do some but like, dude, crazy things to get shots like, off in that they game. They beat Bama. They beat Alabama. And Walker Kessler was awful. He was non-existent. Mm-hmm. And, Alan, neither, and Alan Flanagan wasn't that good either. Like, Alan Flanagan has yet to be unleashed yet. Mm-hmm. And I think just wait till you get a borderline top ten player in the SEC. Back he's he's gonna at full strength. He's gonna drop twenty in a important SEC game for Auburn. And everyone, everyone's gonna be like, oh no. They also have Katie Johnson, really, really good. Like this team, man, it's it's, it's really strong. Um, I mean, genuinely. He, here's what I'll say about Auburn, and this is for younger kids who are playing basketball mm-hmm. who want to figure out. Um, how do I get more minutes? How do I impress coach? How do I just get better? Watch Katie Johnson. Yeah. The guy plays so, so yeah. hard. Yeah, you can't like, teach that. You can't he teach does that. not take a playoff. Yeah. So if you want to figure out how to go work your way in this sport and get better, do what he does. Yep. He, he plays ridiculously hard. Like, I like, from Bruce Pearl's perspective, it's like, how do you take the guy off the court? You can't, you can't. Like, he, he just does so much for them. Illinois four point lead at half. Okay, no, I hope they'll blow it up. They blow it up. You hope half. so. Michigan can't score right now. Otherwise, Jake is going to have Michigan some boards. Twenty two. 
I have to think it only starts hitting shots eventually. You hope so. Um, the other one. Do we both we both it's have Kansas, Kansas Purdue. Purdue. Oh, that's a, that's okay. A, it's a naughty game. Okay. This, this is, is a this is a, this is one that everyone wants to watch. Right? Oh, yeah. Craig, if you get to see Purdue Kansas, oh man. Listen, Purdue fans are going to travel really well in Chicago. 100%. Kansas fans will as well. Hundred percent. Purdue fans, one of the most loyal fan bases, one of the best fan bases I think in college basketball. Yep. Next to Rice. Who did Kansas run into last year in the tournament that gave him problems? I like where you're at, John. USC and Evan Mobley. Purdue might have not have a guy as talented as Evan Mobley, at least from an NBA prospect standpoint. But they got the best big big guy duo in the country. Yep. And Kansas has yet to show me this year that they can match up with good bigs. I'll say. I think Purdue really struggles defensively. And if they get the wrong matchup in this tournament, it could cost them early. If Okai Baji has a game, but like Ivy could clink on him. Like he could. Let me ask you a simple question right now. Simple question. And you know the answer is going to be who's better coach? Matt Painter. Not close. Not close, Matt mm-hmm. Painter. And Painter has been in this position before, and he hasn't gotten it done. That changes. He gets it done. Purdue gets another shot to go. To the final four. This is oh man, this is this is this is setting up for some sort of elite eight here, David. Oh, this would be a remarkable man. Um, so Auburn and Purdue move through. Let's go to the final. Let me go to this 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 sweet sixteen right here. This region is loaded. Yes, it is. I love Gonzaga the sport. Saga versus John! I love the sport. Gonzaga versus Kentucky. <laughs> what a game this would be. I'm not gonna lie, the first rounds of these games could be kind of stinkers. If it's like, like, I'm sorry, like, like West Virginia Marquette, for instance, like, come on, I don't want to watch that, Joe. Mm-hmm. But if we get, like, these games in the Sweet 16, man, uh, holy. So, we both think Oscar Sheeble can match up with Timmy. Oh, 100% he can. We like Kentucky. We do. We love Oscar Sheeble. We do. Do they beat Gonzaga? That's the question that you're going to answer, that I'm going to answer after you. I'm going to take Gonzaga. Okay. Um, I think Gonzaga's guards are really, really good, mm-hmm. and this is the game where kind of people. It, it's like, am I gonna take the Andrew and Hard over Xavier Wheeler and Ty Ty? I, I think Ty Ty's really good, yeah. but I love Andrew and Hard. Yeah, and I, I think if if Shibway can't can't rebound because of Shat like he normally does. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a problem. I don't know if Chet's that great or better, but the, the it's not it's not Shibway, it's not Ty Ty, it's not Wheeler, it's not any of these players. There's one player that makes a difference for Kentucky. It's Kellen Grady. If Kellen Grady, because he's the one guy that's kind of an outlier, Gonzaga really doesn't have a guy who can guard him. He has the size, the length, outside scoring ability. I I, I don't think there's really a guy who can guard him. He can hit hit shots yep. pretty much anywhere around the arc. No matter if he's squared up or not. Yep, I like... Look, I still think Gonzaga has a lot of things to work out. Including, including the clog in their front court. I'm not saying like Chet and Tommy don't work together. What I'm saying is it wasn't as smooth as it was last year this time. Like Right now, last year, everyone's like, oh, Gonzaga is that team. Yeah. Now it's just Gonzaga's one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Which maybe Gonzaga wants. But that's just the case. I'm going Gonzaga. I don't want to, but I'm going to pick Gonzaga. Texas Tech UCLA. Mm-hmm. You want to start with this one? I do. I'm, I, uh, 
Sorry, I should have a dance move there. Um, look, I said it last time. I love Texas Tech. I'm, I'm taking UCLA. I'm taking. I'm taking UCLA. I think they're. I think they can totally repeat this run in this kind of tournament. Um, and like I said, everyone on their team is going under the radar right now. You know who's playing out of his freaking mind? Tiger Campbell. Yeah, yeah. That guy's absurd right he now. Is. They have Miles Johnson. They have the bigs that can take over a game. And Texas Tech has the defense that can stop the Juzang and the Hot Cats potentially. But I think UCLA just has too many guys. You know what? This is a really good game for. <laughs> this is a really good game for for Juzang to shoot his two dribble pull up when he can't get in the lane. It's a, it's a very good game for that. Yeah. So, Dave, you just set up a Final Four rematch between Gonzaga I did do and that. UCLA. I'm going to set up a different rematch. I'm going to set up a 2019 Elite Eight match. It's a good rematch. Game. Gonzaga and Texas Tech. I'll take yeah. Texas Tech to beat UCLA. I think Mark Adams is ready for this. Mm-hmm. I think he's got that signature win already. Mm-hmm. He's competed with this team even without TJ Shannon out. And that's losing 14 points a game from your mm-hmm. arguably best scorer. And he goes out. They win. I think Texas Tech beats UCLA. Get to the Elite Eight. Fair enough. I think that's the only one we really disagreed on. In 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 like out of out of our do we have, you have like seven of the eight elite eight still yeah I think you, I think you have we have six of the same because you have a different one in the south it's true well, um, let's go to the south yeah elite eight time South Hall <laughs> Baylor Texas for me yeah I have Baylor Wisconsin um I'm picking Baylor I love Texas and if you were to ask me this at the beginning of the year I'd take Texas um what a absolutely freaking amazing awesomely game this would be in Texas. Going Baylor. Um, Baylor has like, the perimeter defense to stop the cars, the Ramies, you know, of the world. And like they do inside. I think this is um, a game for Jonathan Chabal Chachua. <laughs> I'm kidding, no. <laughs> but uh, I know genuinely. You I know whose game it's not? Full of Tom. game. Um, it's always those two guys. I mean, it's always <laughs> just cloud on. Um, I like Chabal Chachua. I don't like Full Tomba. Well, they're both not that amazing offensively. No, but Chamoa Chachua is athletic. Like, I, can, I, can, I, can I make a call right now? Can I make a call right now? Does the player of the tournament always just be the national champion player? It typically comes from the guy okay. who... The uh, Final Four MVP typically comes from the guy who wins uh, the national champion. Then I'll do it just whatever. Whatever region Baylor's in, Matthew Meyer, player of the region. Okay. Call it now. I think he's be the game changer for that team. I'm taking Baylor over Wisconsin. Uh, Baylor, but J- John Rothstein would, would tell me it's Adam Flagler. But I'm telling <laughs> you, no. It's Matty Meyer, John. <laughs> I remember last year. That started last year because he transferred, right, to to Baylor. And then... I think so, yeah. Every time Baylor played, like Rothstein would like tweet his stat line and be like, kid's a stud. And I'd, I'd, like, watch, I'd like watch him and I'm like... All right, he's not better than Butler. He's yeah. not better than T. He's not better than um. Dave, he's Dave not better Young. than Davion. No. Like he's really good off the bench for them. But like, yeah. I mean, like the way John talks about him is fucking all American. Yeah. It's crazy that that he won Big Twelve Player. That he's gonna win Big Twelve Player of the Year in Rossing. Rossing had him winning, had him winning Big Twelve Player of the Year. He also had him winning ACC Player of the Year. He doesn't play the ACC, but he hasn't won it yet. Flagler? No, he didn't have to do that. Can you imagine that? <laughs> he doesn't play the ACC, but he actually had him play with ACC Player of the Year. <laughs> He thinks he should win a uh, tra- transfer of the year too, even though he transferred yeah. last year. <laughs> he never. This actually, Rossi released his first ever draft prospects big board. Adam Flagler won for some reason. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
We're, we're joking. We love John. We, we love, love John. We love John. I have, I, have a, I have a John Rothstein shirt. If he comes out with one for Shire, I will be ordering it the minute it gets on his website. Um, yeah, Baylor to the, to the uh, Final Four. I think this is the game where Johnny Davis is just like baffled by what he sees. Yeah. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to the East. Uh, Michigan State Duke. Oh, baby. You, uh, you start with uh, this one. Because I'm going to decide mid, mid-talking who I'm picking in this game. There's absolutely no reason to pick Duke in this game. Because, obviously, 2019, Michigan State just matches up well against this team. They just do. They just, like, Izzo's just, you know, two of the greatest coaches to ever live. Mm-hmm. You know. God, Coach K losing to Izzo to end his career would just be, oh, that would be like stabbing, stabbing the arm. Izzo would want to do nothing else. And but I'm not, I, obviously Izzo would never like. I'm not saying like Izzo's letting this happen, but I feel like I feel like Izzo might give one to old Uncle Mike, and I think that Coach K is going to take this game. <laughs> I'm, I'm, pick, I'm picking Duke. <laughs> Izzo concedes. He puts it his son. We come Coach out. We, we come out for the game, and Izzo and Hoiberg, and Hoiberg's son are out there for Jesus. the spot. And Foster Lawyer, for some reason, is out there, too. Did Mark Few's son hit a free throw? Last night? Yeah. For Gonzaga? No, dude, it's the best. Dude, there's only one thing worse in the game of basketball, college, NBA. Only one thing worse than scoring zero points. Scoring one point. That means he missed a free throw. <laughs> and and he, he missed a free throw, but made the second one point, and Drew Timmy went nuts. Not the point. In all seriousness, I'm, I'm going to. I think that I, I'm, I'm not saying I believe in the poetic... Oh, it's Cinderella, perfect ending. Coach K, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm a spoiler alert. Duke's probably not winning the national championship. It, it's listen, it's college <laughs> basketball. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't just like. It, it's not like up to faith. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I love Michigan State. I love the length. I worry about Marcus Bingham trying to stop Mark Williams and or Paolo Boncaro. Mm-hmm. I worry about a guy like. Tyson Walker, Max Crispy, Crispy, Christie, who have to play big minutes, have to play big time for Mission State when it comes to these rounds. I'm going Duke. I'm going Duke. Trevor Keels, difference maker. Yeah, he hasn't been the same since the Kentucky game, but he he he's he, he can pick he's it up. explosive, yeah. and we know what he can do. L- listen, this is a game. Um, first of all. This is like Duke. I was worried about a couple a couple. You were days ago, not even weeks ago. A couple of days ago, I was worried about them. You you were angry. You were texting me rather upset, John. Yeah, I was. I was like, it, it was like I didn't think this team had enough. I, I didn't. I didn't think they they were there. And like obviously, there's still two months of this before we get to the NCAA tournament. But I didn't think they were there. Fifty eight days till and then, Sunday. And then I saw something against Wake Forest that. Everyone kind of needs to take note out about Duke, and it's that if AJ Griffin play, can play <laughs> like, like he we thought he all could, he could, and stays healthy, he, he could be the difference maker for this team. He he might be one of the better shooters in the country if, if yeah. when when he's out there. And he was doing some things against Wake Forest that. I don't think I've seen college basketball this year from anybody. He had a move where he drove baseline, spun back middle. It was incredible how quick quick his spin move was. He 
can hit a shot from anywhere. He has limitless range. He finds ways to get open. If he can hit shots for this Duke team and match what Gabe Brown can do for Michigan State, I think Duke wins this one. I, I, re- I really do. And Listen, Izzo's going to come out with a fantastic game plan yep. for them. He always does. But I think this is Duke's game. This is going to be like an absolute bloodbath. Punch for punch, shot for shot. One of the I think this this has classic potential if we if we were to see it. Mm-hmm. God wants Michigan State Duke. God wants it. Coach K gets one more appearance in the Final Four. Yep. Let's go Midwest. Auburn and Purdue, two teams that are good. Great tournament runs in 2019. Both lost to Virginia, the eventual national champion. Fortunately, neither of them will have to play Virginia. Or maybe unfortunately, because Virginia's really bad. Yeah. David, I, I think Auburn's too good defensively for Purdue. <laughs> I think Auburn's just too good. I mean, like this, we like folks listening, if you haven't watched Auburn play, do yourself a favor and watch Auburn play. Because it's a pleasure. The game against Alabama was one of the better college basketball games I've watched in the year. They have studs on and off the court. I think you don't love Bruce Pearl, but I think he's a great coach, and he's doing a great job with this team. He is. I will admit that. Like they can beat Bama without a, with a with a poor game from Walker Kessler. He, he they can win this game at Bama. They have the size. They have Jabari Smith. They have they have Walker Kessler to match up with Draven Williams to match up with Zachy Day. I'm 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 taking Auburn. War Eagle. Listen. I'm going to say it straight up. You can't play Sasha Savage in this game. No. He'll be so bad on the defensive yeah. end in, in this game. Auburn's way too athletic for and him. And Katie Johnson would – I don't know if he's going to be on him. He might probably won't be. But, like, in theory, you know, there's not a single guy on Auburn on the on the attack that's not Stefanovic stopping. There's no weakness. You know, there's, no, there's, no, there's no Fran McCaffrey. Or not Fran McCaffrey. Uh, Connor McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So – there is no frame of Kessler either. Listen, he's gonna Pearl's gonna tell Kessler go out there, rebound, play D. Mm-hmm. All he need, all he needs to do. Yep. If Ke- if Kessler doesn't fight, if the only way I'd be concerned Auburn loses this game is if Kessler gets in foul trouble, and you can't. That's not something but you can do. When they lost Kessler, I cannot remember his name for the life of me. I'm gonna look it up. Their backup big Liddy was absurd. The backup big for Auburn was absolutely absurd. Um, in the game against Alabama, um, oh, he came in and he put in right an absolute effort, and he made block after block. It was, I don't know, Jalen Williams. No, I think it was Dylan Cardwell. Oh, okay. He had yeah, six yeah. points, only six point six rebounds, but this guy, man, I'm telling you, he's fully that guy. He's six eleven. Yeah, he was amazing off the bench when Kessler got foul trouble. I'm not worried about that. Auburn's the Final Four. I think this is probably the best team maybe they've had, like, ever. Yeah, I think they're better than the team. With, I mean, obviously, they're better than like, Harper and Brown. But, like, you know, I, I think they're better than, you know, it's crazy. They, I mean, they crazy. pretty much have Jared Harper again. I know, it's crazy they lose a top a, a lottery, I don't know, a top, like, 10, 15 prospect, Sharif Cooper. And they're like this. It's just absurd, man. You have Gonzaga UCLA. Yep. I have Gonzaga Texas Tech. Yep. You want to kick this one off? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this right now. No chance UCLA loses this game. I'm sorry. I'm saying it right now. I don't think there's a way on planet Earth that UCLA loses to Gonzaga. Well, lose Gonzaga. That was Gonzaga last year. 
on a miracle Jalen Suggs half-court visit of the year. I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong, one of the coolest moments of the year, but they killed, killed against them earlier this year. There's no no chance they lose this game. Maybe Gonzaga just owns them like the Yankees or the Twins, but I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I have to take UCLA in this game. Mark the, Adams in his first year at Texas Tech oh will go God. to the Final Four. Dude, you're hopping on the train right now. It's a, it's I, a risk. It's a risk. I am fully on the Texas Tech train. I am the literally the conductor of the Texas Tech train yeah. right now. This team is miles better than anyone could have seen coming. And the only thing that concerns me is maybe their chemistry gets a little messed up when TJ Shannon comes back on tomorrow. Actually, yeah. um, but. Listen, he comes back with two months left in the season. They got time to figure that out if the chemistry is bad. And they're too good defensively not to do something in this tur- in this tournament. I think what they did against Gon- seeing Gonzaga earlier this year is going to help them a lot. They competed in that game. They were in it for a while. Gonzaga blew it open late. I think with TJ Shannon back, they're sc- they can keep pace with them scoring. And they'll keep them out of the lane. This is a Texas Tech team that I think... Has all the right pieces, and yeah. listen, they may not score as much. They may not jump off the page offensively, but they didn't jump off the page offensively in in twenty nineteen either. They got they got hot at the right time. They had play playmakers like Jared Culver, like Mooney. This this team, I believe, is going to the final four. Mark Few waits another year. By the way, Duke needs to avoid Texas Tech at all costs. Yeah. They need to. In this in I, situation, they would selection committee. Keep Duke as far away from them as possible. They have they, they actually in fun fact they avoid Texas Tech by losing to Baylor in this in the final four, so it ends up working out. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Baylor versus Duke in the final four. Um that's the first one. We both have it. Go ahead. Kick us off in this one. Take Baylor. Um nothing against Duke, and they obviously have the magical the magical magic that is Coach K. That is their team is really, really good. I am just worried that Bongaro gets shut down. It can totally happen. It can totally happen where Apollo Bongaro just gets shut down, and you have to rely on the Griffin, the Moore, the Keels, which in theory, in theory, you know, they're ready to do. But yeah, you know, I'm just a little worried that Scott Drew just does his thing again. I have to. That's why I'm taking the Bears. I'm gonna side with you on this one. I've th- I think Duke. Can absolutely win the national championship. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. they can absolutely beat Baylor. It's yep. just uh, on paper. I think Baylor matches up with them really well. Yep. They got everything. They got yep. the guard play to beat them offensively. They got three point shooting to keep them in the game. They got Meyer to match up with literally whoever they need him to. Yep. And they got they got the big guys inside to push Mark Williams around. Like yep. I, I think this is a really good game. I think Duke, Duke's got. Every bit as good of a chance to win this game as Baylor does, but I think Baylor's better. I agree, John. I have Auburn, Texas Tech. You have Auburn, UCLA. Yeah. Why do I have a feeling that Auburn, no matter who they play, whether it's UCLA or Texas Tech, just comes out and throws a punch in the first five minutes, and there it is. John? They move on. I was thinking the same thing. I literally said, like, literally in my head, I'm like, I think Auburn's going to absolutely kill you. So, like, <laughs> I think they're going to absolutely just destroy them. Um, I think Auburn, again, now, listen, Texas Tech's a different story, but I, and I do think Auburn would, be, would beat them. Um, but I think if Auburn played UCLA, it would be, they would come out and they'd hit 
a bunch of different shots. Jabari Smith yeah, <laughs> get like yeah, a yeah. thunderous dunk at the rim, and all of a sudden UCLA's down eight nothing in the game. And they're like, "What did we just walk yeah, into?" Yeah. <laughs> um, I I didn't say this. Texas Tech, I'm picking Auburn. If it's UCLA, I'm picking Auburn. The only team, I honestly, the only team in this region that I'm picking to beat Auburn is Minnesota. I'm kidding, <laughs> but I'm going. I'm going Auburn. Um, yeah, I like Gardner Webb. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> Gardner Webb. You know, they're just a they're a strong team. Duke beat them earlier this year. That they did. Uh, I'm going Auburn. War Eagle, go Tagus. Kessler gonna do his thing. I mean, I just, I can, I can, We've been over the roster a million times, so I'm not gonna keep saying it anymore. But like, look at the results. They play in the SEC. I think they win the SEC tournament. Like, I don't. You don't like what you don't want to see your best teams win. You know. You don't want to see the, the, the team that you think win. I'm fine with the best teams winning in their conference tournament as long as they were the best teams all year. Like, yeah. listen, if Baylor won the Big 12, like, no one would have thought twice about it. They would have yeah. been like, oh, Baylor's the best team. I didn't change my opinion on yeah. Baylor. But if a team gets hot in, conference, in a conference tournament and they weren't great in the regular season, I bet against them in the NCAA tournament. More, more, more than likely, they're going to lose. And listen, there's exceptions. Like, between, I'm trying to think, like, Oregon State last year got really hot, won, won the Pac-12 tournament. Yep. Texas got really hot, won the Big 12 tournament. They had opposite fates. Yep. Oregon State made Illinois. it beat. Illinois. Illinois was good all year, though. So, yeah, but, like, like, Georgetown, dreadful. Oh, my God. Um, oh, man, I'm trying to think of who. I was Georgetown. I'm, try, I'm trying to think of who Can else. Georgetown got another bit so we can see the tournament, John. I can't want to see him in the tournament again. I don't. I want a free pick. It was a... It was a buy for Colorado. It's like you're playing bingo. Like if NCAA tournament was the bingo, Georgetown Colorado was the free square last year. Mm-hmm. It was, and it's it's too bad that like not many people thought that way mm-hmm. because no one had watched Colorado all year. They had just watched the lost Pac-12 championship to Oregon State. And if you had actually, actually no one watched that either. If you, <laughs> it was the Pac-12 championship at one a.m. Central Time. So. And Jared Lucas was playing it. Yeah, Jared Lucas played it. Who, for some reason, turned into Steph Curry. Like, once once every month. Yeah. And it happened to be last night against USC. Um, yeah, I'll take off. Uh, Baylor-Auburn National Championship. Yeah. Um, this is about to make a foam roll announcement. David Campbell here. Folks, it's been a, it's been a long road since I picked Michigan to win my national champion. Be my national champion. Been a really long, really long road. I was very confident in the Wolverines, and I was still rude for the Wolverines. You know, I think hopefully, hopefully they beat Purdue. Hopefully they make the tournament, and if they do, then I hope that they get in. But they were no longer my national champions. About two months ago, I changed that right away when I realized they were absolute crap. They're bad, and it's time to change. John, my national champion. A team that I will be on until they start to suck inevitably because apparently that's just kind of what happens to the teams that I pick. <laughs> Auburn. Auburn! In answer to prayer! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. Let's it go! Oh my goodness! Oh, oh my no. gracious! Oh no! Ricardo, Ricardo Lewis! Lewis. <laughs> um, yeah, let's not go there. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to look at something real quick. Look. Okay. They're seventh in Ken Palm. Let's go. Uh, okay. Listen. 
I have a I have a pool of teams that can win this tournament right now. As you do. I, I think there are probably what 10, 12 teams that can win this tournament right now. Like, I'm not gonna list them all off right now, but yep. the, the, this is not a clear top two, two, top three, top four, whatever it was like it was last year. I like Baylor. I think Scott Scott is going back to back. It, it's never what. Well, the last time someone's repeated in college basketball was when? Like, I, I don't even know. Yeah, they do. Like, I, I cannot remember um, the last time someone's repeated college basketball. But even after the loss to Texas Tech, I still think Baylor is the best team. I think, it, uh, listen, this is not going to be the, be the bracket yep. come March. It's not even going to be close. Mm-hmm. But in this, this case, Baylor's the best team. They get the best draw. That's a, often how this tournament works. Yep. And not saying that one of these teams can't beat them, but I'm going to take Baylor over Auburn to win the national championship. They are my pick right now. They will be my pick until they inevitably lose to my Texas Tech squad again. True. <laughs> um, Random question. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my bad. That's him. Never by the mind. way, Never if you mind. No to longer, random questions. By the way, we're an hour and 16, 17 minutes in at this point. If you've listened through the whole thing, I hope you've taken some sound bracket advice. Yeah. I hope I think you I hope you have taken into account that coaching really matters in the tournament. Defense really matters in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Three point shooting really matters in the tournament. A lot of things add up. And I, I think like we're gonna say this all year, David. It's matchups. It's all about matchups. Yep. And in this case, I think Baylor got the right ones. I agree. To the part where they lose to Auburn. I love Auburn. But if you're gonna pick Baylor, I can't disagree. Baylor's listen, going, listen, Baylor going back to back is something I can't do. Listen, at this point last year, I had Baylor as my, my my national championship pick for two months. At this point. That's not the case this year. We don't no. have we don't the college basketball landscape isn't like that this year. So if we cha- keep changing our national championship picks, it's because we genuinely don't know yet, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not, like all, all I'm gonna say is keeping pay attention closely. We're, like we're gonna fi- this is all gonna get figured out. Yeah. And don't put put too much of an emphasis on conference tournaments because it's one week of games. You have to play. Three games in a row in three days. It's, it's weird. David, any final thoughts? Don't pick Georgetown. What he said. Don't pick Georgetown. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Marathon to March. I hope you guys enjoyed us breaking down Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology, going through it, giving you guys some hopefully sound tournament advice uh, for picking brackets. Until next time, David, this has been... Marathon to March.